Hey, my loves. Hey, Divine Feminists, Divine Masculines. Okay, this is going to be two parts. I'm going to talk about just a little bit of what's on my mind. want to keep it under 10 minutes, under five if possible, because it's really short, sweet, and to the point. I think the space I'm in, especially with the last podcast, is really, truly, my Divine Masculines, if, if your mom loves you, if you're the women in your community love you. Um, and even so much with your wife, we're not going to coddle you. It can sound so counterintuitive, but knowing what I know now and with the studies and how it works, it's not in your best interest for me to just make things so easy for you. That being said, you know, I've been thinking a little bit about what it means for me to to really be the best I like to call myself fairy godmother, right? Be the best fairy godmother for both my godsons and my goddaughters. And it's the complete opposite for my niece and my goddaughters because I want to provide for them such uh my favorite word right now is utopia. <laughs> such a uh a beautiful experience where one, they don't have to go looking for anyone to pay their bills or have them in a mansion or pay for their car or for them to travel because auntie's got you, right? Divine source has you, right? So all of the, the, the things that they're, you know, uh, I'm going to say female counterparts, right? Other girls and women in there that they're growing up with are going to settle for the Pookies and Raymaids because they want to go 50-50 and they want help with the utilities and they want someone to help with the car or they think that it's going to be a route to economic um, stability, right? So for all my goddaughters, I want them to have, you know, like that, I don't know, really expensive ring. Like I, I, I remember one of the things I was really chuckling with. I really, you know... It's fun. It's fun to be around people as introverted as I am. You get to a point where you really just get to sit back and let them be who they are. And I, uh, I talked about the one of the guys that went on um, Kendra G's uh, dating thing. He had like long hair, and he was talking about how it intimidated TF out of him that there were women out here driving Hellcats. And had really expensive rings on their fingers. And to him, it was kind of like, oh, no, that's that's a huge sign. Like, that girl has a lot of money. She has a lot of income. She's She expects a certain lifestyle. I can't do that. Let me just back up. I'm not even... That's what I want for my for my nieces. I'm going to get them all a little pinky bling with a lot of, you know, pinky ring with a lot of bling on it. You know what I'm saying? That's just going to keep those type of guys and that type of energy away from them. Right? Um, but, but hey, that's how society needs to work, right? And they will have to figure out what love means, you know, and what the, the dad complex means in terms of, um, dating. But for the most part, it's counterintuitive when you give a man everything, they just throw their lives away and they don't understand how to cultivate cultivate themselves and when they don't understand how to cultivate themselves and become the masters of their domain 
it really is a beautiful thing because understand both men and women have you know and i and it's interesting to me how i've come to my own conclusion and then it's really nice to hear the affirmation because there's a point and you can hear it in my podcast and i was talking about this scale and i i started to say i'm like you know what you guys i don't think i'm supposed to become more masculine and I said, what's happening is a lot of us are becoming more androgynous and it's it's creating an, an imbalance. I was like, there's a reason that the yin and the yang for the woman, I'm supposed to be predominantly woman feminine with, with just a, enough dash of the masculine for me to um, be action-oriented, logical, practical, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. You know, be able to protect myself and provide for myself, right? But, um, and so it, it creates this, uh, be, because we have more men that are leaning more to the spectrum of, of resting in their femininity, now there's no productivity. It's not only is it not good for him, because what I was saying is, um... And and I have no problem also, I heard somebody say something like, you know, you should be proud to be an alpha female. I completely agree. I used to be an alpha female. I used to be very much a pit bull in the skirt, very much pit bull in the skirt, right? Uh, type of a thing. Like I said, I'm good behind the scenes. I'm really good at what I do. Um, I have a good name and have a good reputation at the place where I was working, but I didn't want to have to try to work my way up through the ranks going into other places, right? But part in my alpha state, right, my predominantly alpha state, um, I now consider myself to be more like sigma, omega, and or gamma. In my opinion, the ideal masculine counterpart for me, I would love to get me a gamma male. That's the space. I mean, I, I really am not attracted to alpha males. I like gamma males. Um, but I love, you know, let's, let's celebrate that, right? Because alpha women, I, I'm compatible with alpha women in the sense that you're the boss. Go ahead. I've been in the boss position, right? I'm gonna let you do you if you need backup or whatever. I got you, right? I don't need to be alpha trying to outbeat her or outcompete her alpha and omega. I mean, not no sigma and omega, um, but in the time that I was alpha dominated, it felt, and you can hear it even when I talk about it now, and I like to reminisce about it, but I'm not trying to go back into that world. And and to be honest, when I even listened to Princella talk about the, if you listen to the woman's nature, that one is a huge game changer. I am still downloading all of the, the nutrients that came from that podcast. And when you talk about blossoming, I Whew, that that really changed my life a lot. And I, I know I already feel it and I already know it's going to forever change my life and my, my niece's life, right? But when I was in that alpha state, I was super proud of the development. I was proud of producing results. I was proud of the reputation I had made for myself. I was proud to get to a point where I could, I could had a commanding presence you know, and to be respected and to be held in high regard. And I had to work for it. I talk about how I had to literally 
you know, I did work when I was in high school um, as a TA. They give you that opportunity. I went to a private school. And so they provide opportunities for you to start to learn how to be responsible, clock in, clock out, show up on time, work with your supervisor, get projects done, you know, organize things. But my first job out of high school was in a dish room, in a cafeteria, in the back, washing dishes. And I would go in and my hair would be all cute and pressed out. And by the time I was done, my hair, the, the, the press would be all messed up and my hairstyle would be messed up and I'd be sweaty and grimy and having to wipe down all of the plates and the food and the gunk and, you know, the, the everything, all the dishes and the gunk that's out there. But it, I, the, the pride I felt when I left that, that room, that, that dish room, and not only were all the plates and everything clean, no residue on the on the whatever, and the machine is clean and the floor and everything else is clean. And I turned back and I turned out right before I turn off the light. I see how that is. Right? Literally from the bottom. What is it? Last week was the floor or last week was the fries, right? Or something like that. Last week was the, the floor. Next week is the fries. Literally, proverbially, got promoted to cashier. I've shared the story before. To then working my way up to becoming, uh, I don't want to go too much into my title because it is distinct, right? In an office setting and... um. But but even when I talk about like doing the accreditation reports, as much as it, it kind of does leave a little bit of a, a sore point, it felt good that I knew I was capable of doing that, even though they knew I was capable of it. That's why they let me, told me to do it. And the second year when I put up resistance, they told me, you know what, just you're good at it. I couldn't tell you how many times people would tell me the work, the reward for work, good work is more work. Second time around, my boss told me, he's like, look, nobody else can do it the way that you can do it. Just try to do the best. And he knew I I had already completed the report. But that had its own lessons because I had to learn what my value was, right? It was good for me to see what I was capable of. But what I'm saying about for alpha men, right? It feels good to accomplish things, to dominate, to conquer, to to like oh like I'm just like get stuff done like boss bitch like girl like the the swag that comes with it right a lot of when you talk about dominant society they you get off on that stuff you legit get off on that stuff and it's even to the point where you have men like when when you look at their toys when you start to be around millionaires and multimillionaires it gets to the point where they're trying to get bigger yachts than each other every summer they're trying to get the bigger better yacht right and everything that comes with it means that they have to be better at work when they go to work and they go to their meetings they're like listen here and they I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit and they don't really outright say it, but this is how it really goes down. 
Boss comes in. He's like, listen, I need to find out exactly what's going on with this company. How lean is our production? How productive are we? How many more sales and how many more units can we provide? Because I just went out there and they humiliated TF out of me. My yacht was only 1,000 square feet. And this other guy has a 1,200 square foot with all artificial intelligence. I need to make sure that next summer I can have enough profit to go out there and get a 2,000 square foot yacht with artificial intelligence made by Bill Gates himself. Damn it. Right? So y'all figure out what it needs to what needs to happen in this production because when I come back here in six months, I need to have enough to make this yacht. Right? So people whip in the shape, he sees people scurrying because they want to keep their jobs, because they want to, you know, be able to keep the roof over their head. It is what it is, right? And when he comes in, he collects his check and he's like, okay, boom, my last yacht was a a billion dollars. I'm going to buy a $2 billion yacht. And that feeling and that pride when he goes out onto that water and he's passing the guy from last summer with a 2,000 square foot yacht and he sees all those people drop their jaws, that feeling you get high off of it, it feels good. And Who would I be to take that away from you? Even as a woman, like, you you never known what it feels like when you're up all against all the odds and you can say and stand in front of someone and say, these are our sales. These are our productions. This is this is what we did. This is how it was better from last year. That feels good. And because I do believe that the universe rewards hard labor, hard labor and smart labor, right? Because sometimes people, and again, it comes down to this. I feel like, ooh, I wanted to keep this short, but I'm, I'm listen, I'm in the spirit, right? And and take what you can because once once I'm gone, once I'm out this door, I'm going to be busy for the rest of the week. So, um... I was talking about how once you get that feeling, right? Kind of lost my train of thought. (laughs) Cause sometimes I want to, I want to preface what I'm going to say, but once you get to that feeling, it feels really good. Right. And, oh, here's what it is. I'm so glad it came back to me. Here's what people don't realize. The same way how I'm at a point where you you couldn't pay me to go back to these low-paying jobs. You the low-paying jobs serve a purpose, right? And they're to serve as a stepping stone. They're not meant for you to be there. I've I've heard of stories of men that have stayed at McDonald's flipping fries for 30 years. And they give him a gift basket with a $25 gift card. You know, like with the gift card and some candy. They're jobs that serve a position and they're meant to, to create a stepping stone for you. But they're not supposed to be permanent. We're supposed to continue to evolve. And you have to decide no one is making these people work slave wages. No one is. I hate to say it, I, I probably could sound just as cutthroat as some of the, you know, dominant society because it's like, this is what I'm willing to pay you to come in and flip the fries. 
If you don't want to get paid that amount, then you don't have to work there. But I know somebody who will. And you have that person who will come in and work that job because they're going to school. They're working their way to school, but it's a stepping stone. And when they graduate, they have the stories that I do. Right? But a lot of us feel kind of like we have to take what people are giving us. No. I wanted to talk about the second part, which was... um, I I really liked the analogy that I used for my niece, too, about how growing up sheltered, you know, my parents were trying to protect me from the big bad wolf of society, right? Whether it was in work or in dating and relationships. And I do say relationships plural, too, because I wasn't allowed to have a lot of friends growing up. So um, not only was I not allowed to date, I was also... I. I remember going to my first sleepover when I was probably, I want to say I was 16. No, I want to say I was like, yeah, I want to say I was either 16 or 17. And I had to be home by nine and and the parents begged for me to stay until 10, um, 10 p.m. And they were right down the street from me type of a thing. And so, but what ended up happening when I share some of my experiences, when it comes to dating, I still got eight because sheep get eight, right? But one of the things I, I de- de- decided, and, and this is how, you know, we talk about how do we mastermind? How do we evolve? How do we adapt the same way that, that animals adapt to things around them so that they become smarter? I said that with my kids, I wasn't going to shelter them. So when it comes to my niece. I'm talking about how I'm going to have her listen to Princella's um, teachings and classes because the wolf, the big bad wolves are still out there. But here's the difference between how I was raised and how my niece is going to be facing this. My niece is going to be able to spot that wolf from a mile away. She's going to know that the gate, (coughs) you know, the way that it walks, the gate it doesn't look like a sheep, right? She's going to understand that it's by itself versus where, you know, sheep tend to move in numbers. So she's going to have the observation skills. I'm going to equip her with the ability to, because I'm not always going to be around, right? I'm not always going to be there as her shepherd. So equip her with the, with the, with the mace or the pepper spray, Right? Equip her with the taser. And if need be, she can break that that wolf's neck. Right? In both scenarios, you're both dealing with the wolf. And I think that we do sometimes an injustice to both our sons and our daughters when we don't equip them of how to handle these things, these, these, these scenarios. Right? So I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, I'm about to go make my protein smoothie, take my supplements, and I will catch you guys later tonight. Um, Technically, I'm supposed to be starting my 45 hours of my real estate continuing education course. 
I'm pretty sure I'm going to sign up for it today. There's just a couple more T's I want to cross and a couple more I's I want to dot. Just a couple more. And sometimes, because I know how my my mind works, I, um, I'm... Right at that point where I'm I'm gonna make the decision and I don't wanna rush into it, so but I will sign up for a class tonight and um that's gonna be consuming I, I wanna be done in about two weeks, which is really good because I have to submit all the paperwork before December thirty first. So um yeah, y'all, that's that's hang in there with me. Um and part of the reason when I share this stuff too is I hope it's motivating somebody just to, to hear, you know, to what degree how easy it is or the thought process that goes behind it. And we're 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 not perfect, but I am committed to, you know, becoming a better version of myself. And sometimes I do share stuff about my family, but it's because um one of the, the things I do want us to talk a little bit more in the future is about family family planning. You know, a little bit more about how we do family planning. I think there used to be a time when families would sit down or couples, young couples would sit down and really plan what it means to have conversations about making sure your kids have money to go to college. It's even interesting to me, too, because when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? It would make sense for me to pay for my God kids to college tuition because I wouldn't want any of them to get married before the age of 25 because and so in that time that their mind is developing and filling in that gap between the age of 18 when when we want to send them out into the world between the age of 18 and 25 while their minds are still developing what's better than putting them in an institution where they can learn and it's it's nice too because it's not necessarily that they that they have to succeed or or worry about failing. It's about you start to look at university and college a little bit different because now it's about expanding your mind. And so there are classes that I took that had nothing to do with my degree, but they still um, come up at some point in life where it makes me um, my knowledge has a wider uh, depth or breadth. There's, you know, and so it makes me more relatable. You know, I couldn't tell you how many countless conversations I've had where I was talking with someone earlier. I told you guys about how he does the landscaping for all of those, like in Beverly Hills, right? Has his own company. He has, he does, he's responsible for like the, it's architect, architect, um, uh, not horticulture, but like, uh, um, he also does a lot of the landscaping in, in Hawaii, but they pay attention to the, um, the soil, the, the plants, part of it is the design. And so I had to kind of tap back into the things I, I grew up learning about, right? So... Let me get off of here a little bit. I hope I kind of, <laughs> I, I, I could go on, but let me um get off of here. Have an amazing Monday. Have a powerful, have an upbeat and a productive Monday. Until the next podcast, peace. Hey, hey, it's post uh, recording uh, from a divine feminine sort of thing. Sometimes I'll upload and I'll, I'll circle back in. 
Sometimes y'all will start listening to the message before I upload everything in, but I, I'm getting in right before <laughs> before anybody has heard the message. I so a lot of you know I, I'll um record and then while it's uploading, I will go in. Sometimes I know what I want to put for the title. In this case, I knew what I wanted to put for the title, so that's how the flow of the message went, and you heard that. And then um while that was uploading. I went and looked for a thumbnail of a picture of a wolf and I put a wolf in the distance um, and I typed in art. So imagine when this thumbnail pops up, fell in love with it immediately. Love it because I ended the message talking about how I'm equipping my niece and in many ways my, my um, not just my goddaughters, but my godsons to, to, be the best versions of themselves. I want my my godsons to dominate. I want them to be out here kicking butt. I want them to be out here telling y'all what to do, how to do it, you know, and 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 for them to make things happen, right? And hopefully also raise the vibration, right? And I want my goddaughters to be in such a place that Anybody who comes in and is having to compete with happiness that if you're coming in and you're not adding to their happiness, then they're more likely to, to deject or turn turn that away. That's my goal, right? Um, and I talked about how my niece, I want her to be in a place where she can recognize the, the All of the things that my parents were worried about me encountering at the workplace, discrimination for race, discrimination for gender, you know, jealousy. Um, I, I, I've shared so many stories of just stupid stuff at the workplace, right, that I've had to go through. Unnecessary, unnecessary, because I'm the type of girl, I go into work. I get the stuff done. I like to see the results. I like to see outcomes. I like projects, right? I get off on that stuff. But sometimes people, you know, they're, they're just, their energy's funky, right? I've dealt with all of it over the years of my time of my life. Um, same thing with relationships, right? My parents didn't want me to date because they didn't want me to have heartbreak and they didn't want me to get taken advantage of and abused. But still ended up anyways because I didn't know what the wolf looked like, right? So their whole solution is we're just going to cut her off from that. I want my niece to be able to recognize what a wolf is and be prepared to protect herself. But why I love this thumbnail so much is because that's on a whole other level. I made sure to put the name of the uh, um the person who painted it, Lucy Campbell. She's selling that photo on, on Etsy, Okay. So go go check her out. You might like more of her artwork too. Now that's on a whole other level because I was talking about taking it out. But here, it's so important to me. How do we pass this knowledge on to where our children, right? Because even my parents and even myself, it's like, oh, there's a wolf. Get the shotgun. Get the shotgun and take it out, right? Because we're just so afraid with it of it, Right? But if we pass on the wealth of all of this knowledge and we start to understand it and pass it on to our kids, our kids are going to be dominating and playing with these 
with the very animals that we feared. Because you have to be able to understand what it means to dominate a wolf to where she can be riding the wolf and living her whole best entire life, getting taken for a ride by the big, bad, very big, bad, scary thing that we were taken, uh, that we were scared of. Right? We talk about understanding human behavior, right? A lot of the times people act like animals and the, the, the animal side of, of people is what makes us fear them, right? The part that makes men so dangerous is when they start to become animals in their behavior where they're basic, where they just want you for sex, for food, for housing, for shelter. They don't see your value as a human being. They don't see that you are uh, have have emotions and spirituality and that you're trans, a transcended being, right? When people start to be in their animalistic nature where it's greed and jealousy and envy, you know, and murderous thoughts and harmful thoughts. But when we understand human behavior, you can kind of play with them a little bit. And I mean that respectfully. I'm not out here really advocating. I, I see a lot of women feeding trolls. That's on a whole other level too. You, you have a lot of women giving their precious energy. Listen, I, we've talked about this before. This is going to be a long podcast. We've talked about this before. And I'm glad that there's other women who are kind of like me too. To me, listen, I, to a certain degree, understand my feminine essence. It is a privilege for you to be even within six feet of me. For you to get a whiff of my perfume, <laughs> it is, is, you know, you might not recognize it that way, but there's people all around the world that if they're like, oh, that's her. Dang, I got, you know, the they don't even understand. That's okay. That's okay. That doesn't take away from my value. and It doesn't take away from who they are either. If they don't recognize it, right? So, but... When you start to understand human behavior, you, you move differently. You operate differently, right? You can't manipulate me. If anything, I'm going to get what I want out of you. Right? Don't hate the player, hate the game. And it's going to be so interesting because it's going to be one of those things where it's not that funny when the rabbit has the gun type of a thing. But I love that picture. It's a representation of me passing on my knowledge to where the things that even my previous generation and my generation used to be even afraid of. Now, baby girl is going to come in and be like, this how you, this how you, this how you... <laughs> Take this wolf and dominate it and and get what you want out of it and enjoy life. But, oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about just a little bit more, too, because I do want to nuance that conversation. Some women really are out here giving men energy, not just sex, but your energy. Stop talking to them. I was listening to this one girl on this um podcast or not a podcast on YouTube a couple nights ago. And and I ended up clicking off because I'm like, she's in that energy. I don't want to be in that energy. But she was talking about how she goes on these panels and she's talking to these guys and she's telling them that they ain't shit. And she's on there t- telling them for like two hours, talking to them for two hours at a time. I'm like, baby girl, you're out here talking. <laughs> Do you know that you're probably the only woman that that man has probably talked to in real life? 
for days, for weeks. And you're just out here leaking out your feminine essence and your feminine energy and your, your mind to them. You could have been soaking in a rose tub somewhere. You could have been going for a hike if that's your thing. You could have been driving along the coastline. You could have been shopping. You could have been painting something. You could have been, you know, spending time with your girlfriends. You're online with some raggedy, low mass having, high pitched estrogen voice, estrogen dominated man that, you know what I'm saying, for two hours? So you out here feeding the wolves, you're precious. It's like um, Little Red Riding Hood, her grandma had given her her little snacks for her to get from, I guess, I guess the mom had given her her little, um, she put all her little favorite foods in her napkin and she had to go to her grandma's house, but there was enough food for her to get there. So imagine Little Red Riding Hood prancing all through the woods, you know what I'm saying, and the wolf comes, and she's not scared of it. But she's given this this wolf all of the stuff her mama prepared for her, all her favorite food, all her favorite snacks. That food is for her. That food is for for her to enjoy and and give her nutrients and and energy to get to where she needs to go. Y'all out here feeding the wolves. What? No. No, if anything, ride that wolf. <laughs> In the sense of like, how can I, because I want to make sure I'm nuancing this. You get to the point where you, because I'm, I'm, I am, I understand right now that I'm, I'm being a little bit coded and it's intentional and it, it just is what it is. It's part of my <laughs> personality, but um, I think especially for my women, once you listen to the, 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 video by Princella, the the queen maker, the woman's nature, you understand even more on a higher level that life is a game. So you're either going to play or get played, period. I don't like it. I don't like it. But you, if I'm going to play, I'm going to play to win, period. And... As much as I, you know, my niece is going to have to play the game. But if she's going to play the game, I'll make sure she can play to win. Period. And if her being able to play play that game. Because see, and this is the thing. It's two levels of savage at the end of the day. I'm still with it. I still love it. Because even with my parents protecting me, for the most part, the wolf isn't, wasn't going to get fed. Right? Because I talk about how sheep get fed. Uh, sheep get ate. Right? So even with, with my parents' style... For as long as possible, to the best of their ability, the, the sheep, the wolf wasn't getting food. With me, I'm going to take that wolf out. <laughs> it's, it's, you're not getting within six feet of me, but if you do, you're going to get pepper sprayed, tased, or pew pew, period. I'm going to take you out. My knees come into the game, and she already seen this in her personality anyways. And I've shared this with you. <laughs> My niece. Y'all ain't ready for her. But that's that's the whole point, right? <clears throat> Life is a game. So she's gonna get what she wants out of this wolf. This wolf, she I'm going don't don't I'm gonna tell her, look, if you want to play with the wolf, just don't feed it. 
And she's going to ride that thing until it's tired and then send it on its way. You know what I'm saying? Um, in terms of extracting what you want out of life, understanding that it's a game. Understanding that you're going to dominate it and you're going to conquer it. And it's still not going to eat her. So in all three scenarios, the point is to play to win. But don't be that girl that's out there just feeding this wolf. And then even if you talk about like with the men, what that means, even in the symbology of that. you the One of the worst things you can do is get a baby puppy wolf and feed it. They actually have, um, there's lots of conversations about this, about animals that are not supposed to be um, domesticated. Because when you start to feed them, God forbid something happens to you or or they're set, let back out into the, into the wild. That wolf is going to be approaching people looking for a handout. Oh, some stupid text, but... Y'all, it's it's voting day tomorrow, so I don't. People are sending text messages about you know vote for this, vote for that, something about taxes and whatever. So I'll look at it after I'm done. But um, payroll taxes. But um, it, it's it doesn't serve you to um it that that wolf was meant to be out there, you know, doing what wolves do. And for and the more if you want that wolf to thrive, you know, you want it to start to teach it to to chase the little rabbits and 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 move on to bigger prey, right? Type of thing. But understand, <laughs> you know, even the wolves have to teach their their little cubs. Um, if if you see a human. They're taught to fear humans because the human's probably going to have a shotgun, right? At least the, the, the men will, right? And that's part of probably the reason why it was going after Little Red Riding Hood because for one, it wasn't a man with a shotgun and two, it was a little girl and she's little and it, and it kind of sized her up in terms of all the other things it was used to. But anyways, let me let me get off of here. I just, I love that picture. I love what it represents. At the end of the day, the wolf gets no play. Um, don't feed the wolves. Don't feed the trolls. Don't don't be spending your time out here. It just, just talking to these low performing, low performance, low muscle having, high pitched, unattractive, not non performing, low value man. Just don't do it. Leave them alone, sis. Leave him alone. And then the thing is, like I said, like I was on there for like a couple minutes and this girl was just like, I've been out here talking to these men and these girl. We know. We know. Like now let's talk about let's make this money. How are you doing your hair? What's your skincare regimen? What's your workout regimen? Where are you traveling to? What house are you buying? What, what, you know, tell me something. We know these men ain't shit. Like, if you're going to talk to me about men, either talk to me about high performing men and or, you know, high value men and or um, how to attract those type of, of men, I feel, too. But then now it starts to get to the ones I, I, that probably mess up to there, too, because to me, that's how we end up in these conversations where you're talking to people who are very much in sheep's clothing and like I said, just go straight to the source to Princella on that video because she's going to tell you 
exactly everything you, you needed to know. You don't need to go to know Derek Jackson, Kevin Samuels, the Tate guy, Fresh and Fit, none of them. You know, she, she's going to put you on the game. And then now it frees up your time to where you're, you you can just be out here living your best life. You can spot the the wolves a mile away. And then I guess, I don't know what the, you know, um, I will say this, like now you'll start to look for a tiger. And um, for those of you, you actually don't want a lion. That was really cool. Learn that from Priscilla too. You want a, um, a tiger type thing. Listen, go check her out. The girl is dropping lots of gems. I want me a, a gamma tiger male. Okay. And I know what he looks like. He's going to have some some leopard. So, you know, leopard stuff. <laughs> that was funny. He's going to have some tiger stripes. He's going to walk like a tiger, roar like a tiger, be in a tiger ambient. If I want to see a tiger, I probably need to be around where tigers are. You know, after lions, I'm not with it anymore. Knowing what I know now. And you're probably like, what? Hey, that's what happens when you get transference of knowledge, Right? Because a lot of people will, will still be out here looking for an alpha, this, that, and a third, and or a lion. Oh, my man, got to be a lion. He's the king of the jungle. Nah, says, let me, let me tell you something. I'm a, I want a tiger, okay? And I want him to be a gamma tiger. I don't want an alpha tiger, okay? I want a gamma tiger. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until the next podcast. Bye.